Welcome back to Mind Science, episode 31. In today's video, I want to teach you a very simple but powerful practice that you can begin implementing to help you achieve greater levels of inner freedom. The great sage Ramana Maharshi often said that there were basically just two paths to liberation. The first being the path of self-inquiry, which was the practice that Ramana taught. And the second path was that of surrender. And that's going to be our topic for today's video. So what is the practice of surrender? Now, Ramana would have been the first one to tell you that for the vast majority of people, a complete unconditional surrender of your life to God in one foul swoop is virtually impossible because there's simply far too many vasanas to be eliminated still. And the word vasana basically just means an unmet desire, something that the mind believes that it can fulfill itself with. And so if your mind is still full of these unmet desires, then you're simply not going to be able to surrender to God no matter how hard you may try. The way that the path of surrender eventually leads one to liberation is that the personal I gradually relinquishes its control over life and eventually dissolves into the universal I. And now, of course, there is no such thing as a personal I. Each and every one of us is already the supreme self, the universal I. But the personal I has a death grip of control over its personal world. And so the practice of surrender is to gradually prove to the personal I that it's safe to relinquish control over its personal world and give it up to God. So what Ramana suggested was not to just say, as of today, I completely and unconditionally surrender my entire life to God. Because your belief in your personal eye is still far too strong. So you'll probably just walk straight out of the ashram and into the nightclub anyways. <laughs> so instead, he encouraged his devotees to just begin with little bits and pieces at a time. In order to have faith that God truly is running your life and to prove it to yourself, just surrender one little aspect of your life that's currently bothering you or giving you trouble. So let's talk more about what it means to surrender something and what that looks like in practical terms. The belief that you are in control of your life is not only untrue, but it has never been true. So the path of surrender is not about giving up control that you had, but helping yourself to realize the truth that you as a separate individual person do not have any control over life. You begin with the false premise that you are the body, and therefore you must be in charge of your life. You believe that the outcomes that happen in your life are determined by your individual choices. So it is this I am the body idea that leads to the I am in control idea. But you are not a body living in a world. You are pure awareness. There is no separate person who dictates to life. We believe our desires are our own, and so we believe that our actions are also our own. But in reality, our desires are given to us by destiny. Our desires choose us and move through us, not the other way around. 
Even our environment is deeply influencing and dictating every decision that we make. So there is no isolated individual entity that makes decisions uninfluenced by the rest of life. There is only life, the one reality, in whom everything lives, moves, and has its being. The real world is far beyond the mind's understanding, but the person looks at the real world through the filter of their personal desires and therefore creates a personal world of their own imagination. It is this belief in a personal world that creates all of our worries, anxieties, and disappointments. Once there is a personal world, there must be a personal self who needs to control that world. This is the only idea that needs to be given up, and the practice of surrender is the only way to do so. So to say that there is no separate self with a free will of its own sounds like horrible news to the ego. <laughs> because the belief in a personal I is so incredibly strong that the only way the mind can interpret this idea is, so you're telling me that I'm just a poor little separate self with no free will of my own? <laughs> How cruel. I'm just a puppet being controlled by life. What a horrible idea. The universe is a cruel, evil place. <laughs> but of course, that's not what this idea is saying. What it's saying is, there is no puppet at all. You are not a separate self with or without free will. There is no separate self. There is only the universal self. And I am that. So in this sense, you are free will appearing. You simply have to get beyond this habit of looking at your life through the filter of your desires and fears. And this fact will become very self-evident. I am not a separate person who lives life, but I am being lived. I am reality in motion, and the person is doomed to stay trapped in its own little personal world or personal hell full of troubles and suffering, and always on this endless quest to save its personal world through its own independent actions. The person will always be stuck rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. The person needs everyone to shape up and treat me the way I want to be treated, and things need to go my way, and if they don't, then I'm going to control them into submission. And again, this is all just a figment of imagination. There is no world that needs to be saved by you. It is actually the other way around. The world needs to be saved from you. The world needs to be saved from all of your false projections of it and your need to constantly control and dominate it to bend to your will. There is no world apart from you. In fact, you are the world you experience every bit as much as the body through which you experience it. The world is living you right now. Life itself put you in this chair, led you to this video, and even the realizations that are occurring in your mind as you watch it are the product of destiny unfolding. One who tries to control their destiny is sort of like a man standing at the bank of a river trying to grasp it with his hands. 
The river is always flowing, so you'll never be able to get hold of it no matter how hard you try. The only thing that needs to be done is to simply jump in completely and let the river take hold of you. So if you're at this place in your spiritual journey where you're ready to give up the illusion of control and surrender your life to God, you can begin by doing one simple thing. Just find one area of your life that's currently causing you stress and simply say, I relinquish control of this over to you now, God. You take care of it. And from this point on, the practice is simple. As often as your mind urges you to stress or worry about this area of your life, just repeat the mantra, it's in the hands of God now. Just do your very best not to think about the outcome or stress about the possibilities. Just know that whatever destiny has in store for you is what's going to happen. And even if the outcome is desired or undesired, it will always lead to your highest good and bring you one step closer to liberation. So, for example, if you have a contentious relationship with your boss at work, then surrendering this problem to God means to simply stop worrying about what your boss thinks of you. You don't need to keep stressing or having arguments or trying to prove your worth to your boss. Simply do the very best you can at your job and leave the rest up to life. Surrendering an area of your life to God does not mean that you stay home from work and sit on the couch and do nothing. You still live your life and you do whatever life is indicating that you need to do, but you simply don't worry about it. Worrying is the mind's way of tricking you into believing that you are the person who has control over life. So you may be wondering at this point, if there is no independent doer who makes independent decisions, then what exactly am I surrendering to God? And the answer is, you are surrendering illusions. You're giving up the stories of who you think you are and what you think will bring you lasting fulfillment. And slowly we begin to recognize that surrendering our problems to God actually yields a much higher success rate than trying to solve them on our own. Not only that, but we live with far more peace of mind when we don't spend all of our time worrying about things that we have no control over anyways. All I can do is what this present moment is offering to me, and I leave the outcome in the hands of a higher power. And the more that we do this, the easier and easier it gets to surrender the next story and the next story. And at some point, the liberating truth is recognized. I am life itself, and life is already in control. So this really is the primary idea that we live with that creates our suffering. We believe that there is life and a me who lives life. And so life hands us circumstances and we act as the mediator and say, oh, no, 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 this, this is all wrong. It needs to be like this and it needs to be like that. And we're always in this position of correcting life. And this is pure arrogance of the ego. The analogy that Ramana Maharshi used was that of the women who worked as telephone operators back in the 1950s who would receive a call and then take the plug out of one socket 
and put it into another socket to connect the person with the correct caller. And this is basically the relationship that the ego believes that it has with life. We believe ourselves to be a separate mediator who receives the call from life and then sends it to the right location to get the right outcome. And this is a total farce. There is no middleman between life and its outcomes. There is no person inside your body that's responsible for everything that happens and needs to make the right decisions to get the outcomes that it wants. You have no relationship with life. You are life itself. But of course, your mind doesn't believe this because your mind is what projects the separate world that you think you live in. So I'm not asking you to believe this or even saying that you should believe it. If this whole idea sounds like nonsense to you, then simply forget about it. But if you're at the place where you're ready to receive this truth, then you will know because you will resonate deeply with this message. You will feel a desire for this to be the truth for you. And if that's how you feel while you're watching this video, then you can begin the process of realizing this truth through the practice of surrender. The peace of mind that this truth carries with it is immense. You simply lose the ability to stress over your life circumstances. But whatever happens is just immediately surrendered to the hands of a higher power. Instead of reacting to life from the position of, oh no, I must control this circumstance into the outcome that I want. The response is simply, we'll see what destiny has in store. There's no more fearing future outcomes or regretting past ones. And you don't live from the position of assuming you know what tomorrow might bring. Instead, the present moment becomes your eternal home. The place where life is just happening and moving and ever unfolding. This is the practice and the power of surrender.